Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Um, we will be looking at the utterance gifts, um, the words of prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. So diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. Hallelujah. Can we pray in the spirit for just one minute? Erige tende bradira bradove legendo alele alala alolo eligra de nengro dodonga arregendo rengin tende nom bradinda banda balaba Father in the name of Jesus we acknowledge your presence in this place once again and we make that switch in our hearts from whatever it is that we see in the physical and we choose to look at you and you alone Lord Jesus, you said, if you be lifted up, you will draw men unto, unto you. And so we lift you high in this place. And we say, be lifted high above all the earth. We say, be lifted high in this place. Above the situations and the circumstances that we face. We say, be lifted high in the name of Jesus. As we come into a bigger consciousness of these gifts that you have made available for us, we ask that we we'll walk in multiplied impact. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And the church said, Amen. I can hear you say, Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, let's look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The same book that our pastor was just teaching us now. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And I'll read from verse 1 to 3. Hallelujah. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. But I'd like you to notice Paul's choice of words here. We're talking about utterance. Come on, say utterance. I can't hear you say utterance. I can't hear you say utterance. Hallelujah. He says, you know that you were Gentiles carried away by dumb idols. However you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Paul was teaching the Corinthian church here about two systems or two times in their lifetime. He talked about how they were Gentiles before that were led by dumb idols or idols that cannot speak. And then he talked about a time when they got born again and what they were speaking was by the help of the Spirit of God. It is important for you to note that in this kingdom, words are powerful. Come on, say words are powerful. Why do we say this? He said dumb idols. When we talked about dumb idols there, I, I like to think of it as a warfare term. I remember when, Jesus, when God was speaking to Lucifer. Lucifer said that I will exalt myself. I will make my throne above the heavens. And I will sit in the place of God Almighty. What was God's response? He said, you are cast down. Warfare in the spirit is done by words. Come on, say by words. 
What that means is that if you are going to change the atmosphere around you, it is by words. And if you are going to walk in the gifts that are the utterance gifts, you are going to have to set a guard over your mouth. Why? Because James said, how can the same fountain bring forth blessing and cursing? How can the same fountain bring forth life and death? So if you are going to walk in the utterance gifts, you are going to have to be like David. Be like David in the book of Psalms chapter 14. He says, set a watch over my mouth so that all that I'm speaking is in alignment with your word. All that I'm speaking is in alignment with the truth in your word. All that I'm speaking is in alignment with the help of the spirit. What exactly is utterance? Look at the book of Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. I'll read from verse 1 and then we'll go all the way to verse 4. He says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, there came, and they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Next verse. And there appeared to them cloven tongues as of fire, and it sat upon each. Come on, say each. I can't hear you say each. Come on, say, I am part of them. I receive my tongues of fire. Hallelujah. He says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Utterance means inspired speech. When I pray in tongues, I am not reading a sentence. It is as though you have opened up a tap and there is just a flow. Come on, say a flow. I can't hear you. Come on, say a flow. It's a flow. A flow. So you just release yourself to the Spirit of God. Now, it's important that we teach this because you know, your mind is not going to be able to understand this because your mind is limited. Your mind is limited by the knowledge that you are exposed to. For example, you do not know the currency that is spent in Indonesia. You don't know it, but does it exist? Oh, yes. But your mind is limited by what you are exposed to. But if you go online now, don't do that. Don't be distracted. But if you go online and take the currency in Indonesia, then you become aware. But then in the spirit realm, there are no limits. Hallelujah. Bible says, why we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. Why? The things that we can see, they are subject to change. There is a framework. There is a, there is a boundary. There is a limit for them. Something can move amongst them. But in the unseen, they are not. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what it is. So in, in, your mind cannot capture it. Your mind is limited in utterance. All that you do in utterance is you just let the Holy Spirit flow through you. So when we pray in tongues, tongues are, tongues are not, uh, they are, we call them unknown tongues. Come on, say unknown. So I remember I've heard stories about people that they lay hands on to begin to pray in the Spirit. And then they begin to speak in French. And then because the person that does not, <laughs> because the person that is laying hands on you does not understand French, the person believes that you are praying in the spirit. That is why you, come on, say why you. 
when we are praying in tongues, someone say it is unknown. I can't hear you say it's unknown. Unknown tongues. But it is as the Spirit gives utterance. And then we see that if you are saying nonsense, you know, there's a way, you know, when you have children and then they are just saying and they are just talking and then you are trying to figure out what it is that they are saying. It, it, you don't understand it. But Bible says that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has ordained praise. That means that you may not understand it, but there is an understanding in the spirit in what they are saying according to scriptures. Come on, say the word of God. Hallelujah. Now let's go. What is tongues? What are tongues? Tongues are unknown languages given to us by the inspiration of the spirit. Let's say it again. Tongues are unknown languages given to us by the inspiration of the spirit of God. What that means is that it does not come from your mind. It is not come from something that you have learned. But it comes as a flow from your recreated human spirit in conjunction with the spirit of God. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians 14. And then we'll just go through that. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. In chapter 12, Paul had talked about the different gifts of the Spirit. And then in, verse, in chapter 13, he talked about love. And then in verse 14, he decided to focus. Come on, say focus. He decided to focus on the utterance gifts. Now let's go on. Verse 1, he says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. In other words, when you are desiring the nine gifts of the Spirit of God, he said, especially that you prophesy. Well, we're going to go into what exactly prophecy is. Now let's go on to verse 2. He says, for he who speaks in a tongue, come on, say in a tongue. I can't hear you. Come on, say in a tongue. He does not speak to men, but to God, for no man understands him. Howbeit in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. This verse has three things that he wants us to notice. Verse 2, go back to verse 2. Number one, who are we speaking to? I can't hear you. Who are we speaking to? That means that you cannot go to Caspar and Gambini's and speak tongues to the waiter. They say, eh? Oga, are you okay? Are you alright? Hallelujah. When you are speaking in tongues, who are you speaking to? I can't hear you. Who are you speaking to? So what that means is that when we pray in tongues, the direction of our speaking is to God the Father. Come on, say to God. Hallelujah. Now says, for no man understands him. Understanding is taking words and forming pictures with them. Let's do an experiment here. I say a dog. What comes to your mind? I'm sure there are variable types of dogs in your mind. Now let's, let's define it a little. A black dog. Hallelujah. Suddenly, did the color of the dog change? Did the color of the dog change? Let's do another experiment. A wild black dog. Hallelujah. Did the shape of the dog change? Hallelujah. And let's go further. A fairy black wild dog. It, the, the pictures begin to merge all over this room. That is what understanding does. It takes words and you begin to imagine with them. 
No man understands him. The purpose of utterance and communication is so that we can see. It's so that you can begin to see stature. It's so that you can begin to see the word of God. You can begin to see what God is saying about you. Hallelujah. Let's go on. He says, how be it in the spirit. Come on, say in the spirit. What that means, therefore, is that there is a way that you can be walking during your day. And then when pastor has taught us that we should stay conscious of the spirit of God, you can quickly jump into the spirit by just praying a little in the spirit. What have you done? You switched it to the spirit. While you're here on earth, you can be maintaining connection with the Father in heaven. You make a switch. Come on, tell someone, make a switch, make a switch, make a switch. In the spirit, he speaks mysteries. Now let's see what he says, what prophecy is. He says, but he who prophesies does what? He speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort. To who? I can't hear you. To who? What that means is, therefore, is that while tongues are on this side, you are speaking to God. Prophecy is on this other side, and you are speaking to men. In other words, if we are going to look at the gift of prophecy, this is how we are going to judge a word of prophecy. What is a word of prophecy? A word of prophecy is a word that edifies it exhorts and it comforts you. In other words, if you come to me with a word of prophecy and I do not feel any of the exhortation, edification, or comfort, I have a right not to take that word. And don't feel bad. You are allowed to discard it because we have final authority. A judge, the judge of the whole earth, hallelujah, cannot deliver the final judgment in scripture and another judge will come and present another case. His word is final. Come on, say final. Final authority. What therefore is edification? Edification is like Lego. Come on, say building blocks. Building blocks. So when you feel edified, that means that there's a building, there's an addition to you. There's an increase in you. There's an emboldening in you. There's something that increases. There's a lifting in you, in edification. So if a word of prophecy comes, that means that you are lifted. Come on, stay lifted. Let's look at exhortation. Exhortation is an encouragement. What that means, therefore, is that you may be feeling down. You may be feeling like uh, you're feeling stressed. And like I have several conversations with different people going through different things. And we just have a phone call, 10 minutes sometimes, 15 minutes sometimes. And they feel encouraged after that conversation. That was a manifestation of the word of prophecy. Oh, hallelujah. And let's look at comfort. Comfort is a soothing for something that was lost you know jesus said in this world you will have tribulation 
you have telepsis you have crisis let's look at the book of second corinthians chapter 2 second corinthians chapter 1 rather verse 3 and verse 4 i read it says blessed be the god and the father of our lord jesus christ the father of mercies and god of all comfort let's go next who comforts us in all our tribulation listen in this time in this age in this situation that we face jesus said that we're going to face tribulation but thank god for the word of comfort there are certain times that maybe you plan to get something done you plan for that visa you plan for that job you plan for that relationship that you thought was going to click and then somehow something went wrong along the way you attended the interview and you got to the last stage and somehow they just said that we are sorry that we are sorry there was just something that went wrong jesus has made a provision in comfort look at what he said who with the comfort with which ourselves are comforted by god so what that means is that somebody who has experienced the comfort of god he can now pass it on to somebody else comfort come on say comfort it's a soothing it's like applying balm on an open wound and then the person's pain can subside and then the person can begin to see that okay god can still walk in my life again he can still hope again he can still go for that visa interview again he can still go for that job interview again he can still try to have that baby again come on say comfort so a word of prophecy is supposed to apply comfort to feel that something that you've lost something that you've lost let's go back to the book of first corinthians 14 hallelujah let's go on verse 3 oh sorry verse 4 he says he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself i thought he said words of prophecy was what was edifying but it seems as though when you pray in tongues or you speak in tongues your edification is personal even though you are speaking to god but in a word of prophecy the edification is for others now you see why paul said but i desire more that you prophesy why remember what bible says in the book of ephesians chapter 4 he gave gifts to men some apostles some prophets evangelists pastors and teachers for the edification of the saints it was in his office for the edification of the saints for the equipment of the saints so that the saints can do the work of ministry and the edification of the body of christ he wants the body of christ to be built up and prophecies are one of those things that are going to help the body of christ to be built up oh hallelujah let's go on he says i wish you all spoke with tongues but even more that you prophesied come on say i desire to prophesy i desire to prophesy i desire to prophesy for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues unless indeed he interprets and then we see the third utterance third word here interpretation of tongues let's see the reason why he said interprets that the church may receive edification we can therefore say that tongues 
diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues is equivalent to a prophecy. Why do we say so? Because the two of them have the same goal. The interpretation of a tongue is that the body of Christ may receive what? Edification. And what did we say edification is? It's a building up. Whenever you hear the word edification, just begin to imagine Lego. What the Bible says in the book of Jude chapter 1 and verse 20? Beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. How? By praying in the Holy Ghost. Edifying yourself in the Holy Ghost. Building yourself up in the Holy Ghost. I just edified myself. But then if I interpret, I can edify the whole church. Let's go on. And then he went on to talk about how, but now brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, let's to save our time. Let's just go straight to verse 13 of the same scripture. I do, you know, um, I, I started off telling you that it is important for you to watch your mouth. Because out of all the nine gifts, why would Paul dedicate a whole chapter explaining the utterance gifts? Why will he do that? Because he expected it to be commonplace. He expected it to be commonplace. As you gather together, there should be tongues and interpretation of tongues and the words of prophecy. Why? For the edification, exhortation, and the comfort of people. Hallelujah. Now let's see what he said in verse 13. Therefore let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. In other words, if you see other verses, he says if you have a tongue, if there's nobody to interpret, what should you do? Keep quiet and just edify yourself. But then what did he say here? You can pray that you can interpret. So on your way to work in the morning, as you're driving in that car, or you're at the back seat of the Uber, or however it is, wherever it is that you are, and you can just begin to edify yourself, and you can say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for an interpretation of this. In the name of Jesus. And we're going to see how Jesus walked in this very soon. He says, for I pray in a known tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. He said, what's the conclusion then? I will pray in the spirit and I will pray for interpretation so I can pray in my understanding. I will sing in the spirit and I also sing with my understanding. Now let's look to the book of John chapter 14. Oh, hallelujah. John 14. John 14. We see how Jesus described how we are going to walk in this thing. He described how he walked in this and then how we are going to walk in it. John 14. Hallelujah. All right. Verse 24. He said, He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. When we talk about utterance, we are talking about the words that have been given by the person that sent us. It is not your own fabricated words. I mean, when we pray in tongues, do you actually fabricate the words? You just release yourself. And if you are here and you are in that position, you are trying to figure out this tongues business. Is it really for me? No, sir. What you should do is 
you do it by faith and believe that the Holy Spirit will give you what? He says, and they speak as the Spirit gave utterance. If the Spirit gives utterance and you don't speak, there is no speaking in tongues. He gives utterance and you do the speaking. Come on, say, I speak. They are not mine, but the fathers who sent me. In other words, when Jesus teaches, he was not teaching of himself. He was receiving words and dishing them out to us. Let's look at verse 25. It says, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Teaching is a communication of thoughts and a communication of things by words. I mean, I cannot teach you by coming here and just being silent. I'm just, I'm just acting. Hallelujah. A teaching is a communication of the will and the thoughts by words. So what that means is that one of the experiences of the believer that is born again and has the spirit of God inside of him is to have utterance and the Holy Spirit teaching you what you are going to say. Hallelujah. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He said, peace I live with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Hallelujah. So we see Jesus here as he walked on the shores of Galilee, as he walked in Capernaum, as he walked in different places. How did he do such mighty miracles? The words that the Father shows me, that is what I speak. Let's go to John 16. Verse 12, Jesus speaking. He says, I still have many things to say to you. And when he said, I have many things to say, where is he getting them from? Come on, say the Father. Yeah, you say the Father. I can't hear you say the Father. I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you in all truth. Look at what he's going to do. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Utterance. The people that are going to flow in the gifts of utterance. The utterance gifts. Tongues, interpretation of tongues and the words of prophecy. One thing that you are going to have to learn to do is to learn to listen. You are going to have to learn to listen. Because the Bible says the Spirit speaks expressly. He's always speaking. He's always speaking. He's always speaking. His job description is simple. It's to guide. No, don't go that way. Don't pass that route. Take the other route. Go through Ojota. Don't pass this other way. Why? The road is normal. Do you know what is in front? Do you know what is in front? Do you know what is ahead of you? So you listen. In your routes to work every day, you listen. In your business dealings, you listen. I don't sign a contract with that guy. Oh, give that guy an act fast. Sow that seed fast. Do this fast. Why? He's guiding you into all truth. 
Oh, hallelujah. This when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority. But look at what he said here. But whatsoever he hears, he will speak. In other words, even the Holy Spirit, he's hearing it from somebody else. Look at what he said. He will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine, what is his. He was talking about the many things that Jesus wanted to communicate to them. He says he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. In the utterance gifts, in the gift of prophecy, it's just for you to listen to the whispers of the Spirit. And how do you become more proficient in it? It is a continuous listening for the whispers of the Spirit. Don't let your whisper, your listening, don't let it just be 15 minutes in your day. Take out time. Take out time. Dedicate time and say, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you. I am here to hear from you. Because when you can do it personally, where you are edifying yourself, you will get to a point where you can edify the church. Come on, say utterance 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 all things that the father has are mine therefore i said that he would take of mine and declare it to you one of the things that is going to happen as pastor calls for people to just go ahead and begin to listen for the whispers of the spirit you may hear things but i want to say this here it has to align with the word of God. It has to align with the word of God. It has to align with the word of God. I mean, I was here right here in front and I just felt an impulse to put my jacket on the floor. And I began to judge that, ah, wait to, I hope this one is not some excess. And then I was reminded of what was in scripture. Bible says that they put their palm fronts on the floor and some of them put their clothes on the floor and as Jesus walked in and the Jesus came in triumphal entry and it was just a confirmation that he had come come on say oh dear <laughs> oh he had come and then I and, and as soon as I got that I was able to obey why we judge it based on the word we stay within the confines of the word you are not allowed to give a prophecy that is outside in fact it's not a prophecy <laughs> it stays within the confines of the word why because forever oh lord your word is settled do you know what it means to settle it means it has balanced there's no shaking it is rooted in the ground the foundations of god are very sure they are they are there they are immovable the word of god is settled and so the manifestations of the gifts of the spirit listen to what he said he said he will take of what is mine and show it to you and jesus is the word if it does not align with the word you screen it out come on say screen it out Come on, say, screen it out. You screen it out. So tongues and interpretation of tongues as the Spirit gives us utterance and words of prophecy, equivalent, and the purpose, come on, edification. Come on, say, edification. The building. Come on, say, exhortation. The lifting up and the comfort. The soothing. The soothing. The soothing hallelujah glory be to god and now how do we go how do we flow in this 
Come on, let's go to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 5. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18. Do not be drunk with wine in which is excess. He says, but be filled with the Spirit. How are we filled with the Spirit? Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. To walk in these utterance gifts, you use it in excess. Pastor has taught us about praying in tongues. Pastor has taught us about praying in the Holy Ghost. If you want to walk in the fullness of the utterance, then do a lot of praying in the Holy Ghost. When you do a lot of praying in the Holy Ghost, what you are doing is you are doing a lot of acknowledgement of the Holy Ghost. And as you acknowledge Him, you are doing a lot of listening for His instructions. As you listen more, what happens? You are able to speak what He is telling you. There is excess wine, but then there's excess spirit being filled, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord, speaking to one another, to one another, to one another, to one another. You use it. You feel an urge to sell somebody. I just felt us say that God is going to bless you and he's going to increase you and multiply you. It is written in the word. Start from there. I just felt led to remind you of this scripture. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. I pray that whatever it is that you are finding want in, the Lord will provide. It is in scripture. Did it edify? Oh yes. Did it exhort? Oh yes. Did it comfort? Oh yes. It is within scripture. The confines of scripture. And then from there, you can begin to go into details. I just felt led to say this to you. Uh, uh, that God is going to, going to bring you out of that trouble. Uh, I felt led to say this to you. And then you begin to go into deeper things. But you start by listening and praying. And then releasing yourself to the Spirit of God. Pastor said we do this by faith. What that means is that you may not be totally sure... If you heard something about someone and then you feel like, okay, you've done the first check. Does it align with scripture? Yes, it aligns. And then next thing you do is, you just, I don't know, but is, is there, you can, be, you can be wrong. But you start out, step into the water, be like Peter. If it is you, bid me to come and come. But if you don't start out, Paul taught this, he, he put a whole chapter why? Because he expected it to be commonplace. Don't let a whole week go by and you have not let these wells and these rivers on your inside to flow out. What you are doing is you are placing a dam. Do you know what a dam is? Water wants to flow and they just block it. That is what you are doing. But guess what? As you release yourself, the utterance will begin to flow and from utterance you can enter into revelation and from revelation you can begin to walk in the power. Oh, Hallelujah hallelujah come on rise up on your feet let's spend just one minute to pray in the holy ghost 
Father, we desire to prophesy. Just like Paul taught here, we desire to prophesy. And so we bring the Spirit, Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you in this place. And we ask that you help us to show us things to come. And we walk in them. We speak them forth as you give us utterance. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let it flow, let it flow. Come on, yeah, let it flow, and let it flow. Some of you will prophesy this night. Some of you will prophesy in a minute. You will prophesy. Ah, the Lord will show you. He will show you pictures. He will show you images. And things will come out of you. We desire this, oh God. Let there be an outbreak. Let us be more conscious of the fact that you give us utterance and you take of what belongs to Jesus and you declare to us. And as we declare it, we see it. And as we see it, we begin to walk in it. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we believe and we walk in everything that Jesus has done. His finished work. His grace work. These things we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual with spiritual, we refuse to walk in man's normal wisdom, but we choose to walk in the Spirit. And in the name of Jesus, we walk in the expression, the full manifestation until it overflows come on say i overflow i overflow i overflow i overflow i overflow i overflow out of my belly will flow rivers 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 of living water in the name of jesus oh hallelujah were you blessed this afternoon come on let's go ahead and give jesus a shout hallelujah hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.